Welcome to the Weekend Wrap-Up. This is Zoe, the resident Gen Z at KLRC. Maybe you're like me and you don't catch everything on the air, but that doesn't mean you have to miss out. I'm sharing highlights from Mark and Christie's morning show, Middays with Andrea and Robert, and The Drive Home with Anson and Kara. Let's see what they've been up to this week. First, a positive different story as we reflect on 9-11, a day of remembrance. All right, so something kind of cool happened yesterday right here in Northwest Arkansas. Some grateful students decided to bring some snack bags and some personal handwritten thank you notes to our heroes that serve at the fire departments and police departments. Oh. I'm like, all right. I love that. Love this. Uh, they were students from Lifeway Christian. Of course, on Monday, it was 9 11. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the teachers there, Katie Campbell, teaches history at Lifeway. And she wanted to make sure we always talk about September 11th and never forget. But for most of the students, like, it's. Mm-hmm. It's a history lesson, right? They, right. They, they didn't live through it. They didn't see those pictures. They didn't know what it felt like that day. But she is doing everything she can to make sure, no, they, I want them to know as mm-hmm. best as I possibly can. So they did some special things like uh, all the freshmen watched uh, the documentary 102 Minutes that could just kind of help them actually really dive into what happened. On 9 yeah. 11. That, those that's are really fantastic. I, I love it that they care to yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah, because it's different when you actually like hear mm-hmm. the stories and you sure. see the pictures of what happened on that day. Um, they. She also brings six or seven U.S. flags. And, you know, they certainly the, the patriotism went through the roof after 9 11. Mm-hmm. A lot of folks, you can drive down any street and you're going to find a whole bunch of yeah. flags. And they always ask her, well, why are there so many flags? And she said, well, those are all the flags that I've used in between when 9-11 happened till they finally caught Osama bin Laden mm. to just be reminded that it took a long time for justice mm-hmm. to be served. And I was like, okay, that's really <laughs> powerful. So they decided, okay, well, what can we do on 9-11? So they created two special projects. One is uh, just to bless the community. They went out and they cleaned up the park. Did a little manual labor, make things a little more beautiful, which is awesome. And then they made those snack bags and handwritten notes. And then yesterday they were delivered to the fire and police departments. Wow, well, like, I love that. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. This is really, really cool. I mean, that's going the extra mile, right? Yeah. And 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 I know that's going to go a long way. You know, Mac and I had a really good conversation about 9-11, and he said they were talking about it in one of his classes, and he was asking me all kinds of questions, like, what mm-hmm. were you doing on that day? And, yeah. and I was just sharing how the, there was this somber, you know, feeling in the air. Just everyone was united and more compassionate towards one another, yeah. even at the grocery store or, yeah. you know, at the car place. I mean... There was just something that happened to our country that day. I mean, the devastation, and then also there was um, a uniting that happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I would never, ever want anything like that to ever happen again. But I wish we could go back to that that um, just attitude mm-hmm. and and compassion for one another that that created. Yeah. You know, if we could return to that anyway, just in this present day, I think that would be a beautiful thing too. But I love what she's doing with these kids. That's amazing. Being really intentional. That is our positive difference story of the day today. 
wholeheartedly agree with Christy. Even though I was only two years old when 9-11 happened, I know from watching documentaries and learning the history and impact of that day that we were united as a nation then. Fast forward a couple decades and it seems like we're more polarized than ever. I really hope and pray that we can come together as a nation and I think... And I believe acts of kindness and making a positive difference can bring us closer in that unity. Up next is a great story about how Mark got pulled over. Thanks for uh, Zoe, the Zoomer, the Gen Zer, mm-hmm. for hanging out and helping push the buttons and running the controls yesterday so I could actually get a day off, which was kind of fun. Yeah, nobody trusts me to do it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I, actually, I don't trust me to do yeah, it. Okay, that's, that's the, really that's, what it's all that's about. That's actually the honest answer <laughs> through to that. Uh, and I, didn't th- I actually haven't seen you since Friday, so I didn't get to tell you about this, but I am four for four on teaching my kids how to drive. Okay. So That's I got, amazing, Mark. Which we teamed up a little bit on it, but Tiff was kind of like, hey... Let's put this in your court. So I've kind of done the the, the majority of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, D- didn't yeah, you tell me teenagers. though that you're not that good of a driver? Didn't you tell me that <laughs> look, one time? Look, you know, <laughs> you told me. I'm not making some this people stuff are up. coaches. Some people are players. Okay. Okay. So you're a good coach. <laughs> my, like my coaching is probably better than mine. <laughs> okay. And super proud of my youngest. She passed her test. She's an official okay. driver, okay. which is awesome. Um, the, the journey getting there that day was a little, um, interesting. There's nothing like getting pulled over on your way to go take your driver's test. No kidding. Like what are the chances? Was she, was she driving? Yes. Was she speeding? No. So here's the deal. So we had to drive out, you know, the new driver's test place in Lowell. Okay. His way out there. And so we took some, some, some kind of back roads. I mean, like highway stuff, right? To get back there. And we had, and I love our officers. So they do a really good job protecting, serving. Mm-hmm. I love the blue. I, I don't know what this dude's issue was, but he decided <laughs> to follow us for about 20, 25 minutes. <laughs> okay. Like, I mean, like for a long, long time. Was she swerving? No. She's actually a really good driver. But if you can imagine, you're driving to go take your test. And you're being tailed for 20 minutes. Yeah, by an and officer. Like, like, who, like who's not going to make, who's not going to feel nervous? Sure. Right? And she's already got to go take her test. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and just following the whole time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and on a lot of those more country roads like that, well, you know this because you drive this through, there's tons of turns and the speed limit changes every turn. They like, you know, you go from right. like. 45 or even 50 miles an hour. And then all of a sudden there's a turn. It's like 25 or right. Right. And she was doing a super good job of just trying to be conscientious of that. And I I've been on those roads. People don't follow that mm-hmm. all the time. Right. But she's like letter of the law. I'm, I'm going to slow down for all of these turns and make sure I'm staying yeah. behind. Right. So, and I think she was just being cautious or whatever. And finally, Flips the lights on. We're like, what in the world? Pull over. And he's like, you were driving too slow. I was like, what? What in the world? And I don't know. How, how far I, under the speed limit was she going? It couldn't have been that much. Because I've I've had a police officer say, like, this, this is the speed limit. 
Right. Like you can go under, but, and, but I've also heard them say, you know, you don't want to go too far under right, because, because you can slow everything up messing and up get traffic. That. Yeah. And, and they're, I don't, you know, was I, she going like 20 under or oh, 15 no, under. It wasn't that yeah. much, okay. but I'm sure it was slowing some stuff up just because nobody slows down for the curves around there. I, and the, you know, you never know what's going on. Sometimes they're always just checking things out. So they may have been looking for a reason to check in and see, to make yeah. sure everything was going okay. But and I, I don't know, I may have been more nervous than, uh, in fact, he was even like, hey, nice, Dad, I saw you checking the, the mirror all the time. And I was like, yeah, because for like 20 minutes, you've been followed Did you tell the him whole that? time. Uh, no, I was trying to be super kind and polite. But, uh, but I've been thinking about that ever since because I think I do this. Like, I, I, it's literally been this, like, metaphor because... I sometimes get into that world where um, my relationship with God looks a lot more like me checking the mirror all the time to mm. make sure I'm not doing the wrong thing because I'm worried that you're going to flip the lights on mm-hmm. and pull me over. And that's a horrible way to live. Like it was the longest 20 minutes of our life. Mm. And uh, and I really have been. I was like, God, I don't want to ever live like that. You're not this, like, I'm just trying to find you making a mistake so I can, you know, pull you over. I, I'm a good, gracious father. I want, I want to protect you. I'm not to protect you, but, um, but I also want you to be free. Yeah. He's not too. looking for you to mess up all of the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that's really good. So I learned oh. a little something yeah, so along God the way. Taught you that. <laughs> yes. It's good. Mark. That's I'm so the good. longest 20 minutes of my life. <laughs> I love Mark's analogy. Realizing that God isn't following behind us to turn on the lights and pull us over for the smallest mistake. And to continue with the analogy, I think God is more like the dad sitting next to us in the car while we drive. Sometimes we speed or swerve a little too much and maybe we get a flat tire and he's there with us through it all. The road of this life is curvy. We go up and down hills and valleys and he's right there with us. And our journeys on this road can be quite long and sometimes we feel a bit old. Full honesty, feeling old. Today. I know. I it's. I don't know how this happened, but I've pulled my quad muscle like uh, on my right leg, like in your thigh. Yeah. Yeah, and I really think it's all from me getting in my bed. You were just trying to get into bed. Yeah, like my bed's kind of high, but okay. I mean, I've been doing this for years, right? Yeah. Um, but one particular evening, like. So I have to bend my leg, kind of like you're climbing into something, right? Like climbing on a horse? Yeah, maybe. And I can remember one evening, I kind of felt it tweak, and I was like, ah. And I was like, oh, that's not a big deal, whatever. And then I just kind of, you know, ignored it. But over the last two days, now it's driving me crazy. And this morning, I was kind of in a hurry. Uh-huh. And I moved quickly, and then I literally yelled out loud. Oh, so it's that painful. You know, yeah. You feel it. Yeah. And literally, I, it's not like I was doing any vigorous activity. I'm not trying to sprint or run around or do right. anything crazy. Because the last time you got hurt, it was the like chasing. The I baseball was chasing down a baseball. Street. I just right. took off sprinting yeah. and I pulled my hamstring. <laughs> yeah, but you've healed from that. Yes, and it took too long to heal from that. But I mean, this is perfect pickleball weather, uh-huh. biking weather, and you're injured and. I, I'm just like, I cannot believe this. We're in probably the most gorgeous week of the year. I know. And I'm just staring out the window like a sad puppy. I think we are getting old. <laughs> I mean, like what last week I threw my back out playing pickleball, uh-huh. 
with my son. I mean, it wasn't like I, I was in like a national tournament or anything. <laughs> <laughs> and that took, I don't know how long to recover for. Well, I guess it's happening. I mean, I'm 44. How old are you? Do you want to say it? Yeah, no, I can say it. I am 40. <laughs> this is how old I am. I have to go back and now count and say, I'm 48. Okay. Yeah. So this is, I guess, old. when it all starts, where you just get hurt for no reason. <laughs> like, like you just be like walking down the street. Trying to get into bed. Yeah. <laughs> or playing pickleball. So ridiculous. Or... Well, <sighs> if anybody has any tips on uh, healing quad muscles, <laughs> yes. I'm open. Pray for you. That, yeah, that, for that'd sure. be great. I was literally praying half the way here this morning, just over my leg. And just like, like Jesus. I, I was laying hands help. on my own leg. <laughs> In pain or in prayer? Both. <laughs> yes. Are you um are you gonna be able to do the Wednesday game today? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I'm always showing up. I just had to include that break from this week. I probably think it's funny now because I'm 24 and it won't be so funny in about 20 years, but there are days when I can't believe I'm 24. The time goes by so fast. Up next are some of the best moments from Andrea this week. 90.9 KLRC, my sweet pup, Sammy, she's 14 years old. She went in for a surgery today. Now, it's not that big of a deal of a surgery. She's just getting a cyst removed that's been on her paw for a while. But my little anxious heart is a little nervous just because she has to go underneath anesthesia, and she's 14, and that's old for a dog. And God was just so kind to put Isaiah 4110 in my heart. And is this in context of my dog? No, but it does bring peace. It says, so do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And that was for the Israelites, but it can also be true for the God who is here right now and that he understands my fear for my pup, but also he is right there with me in it. 90.9 KLRC. So, 10 plus years ago, I worked for a big summer camp that was out of state and I ran into my old boss from this summer camp this past weekend. She happened to be in town visiting her daughter. And at first when I saw her, I was like, oh, it's a big organization. She won't remember me. It was 10 years ago. She has seen a lot of counselors come and go since then. But instead she saw me, she gave me a big hug and said, it's so good to see you, Andrea. And that like made my day that she remembered who I was. It just shows that remembering someone's name can make such a big impact. 90.9 KLRC. I'm always in awe of how God is at work around the world and in the nations. My husband does a lot of work over in Africa and he's in fact heading over there right now for a trip. And we got a really cool story from one disciple maker in Africa in a really dangerous area. There was a Bible study happening of all women and a newcomer came. She was super sick. And she'd been sick for a long time. And this group of women collectively said, well, you know what? Jesus says to pray for healing. And so let's just pray. And, you know, it's not any complicated prayer. They just prayed. And God chose to heal her in that moment. And she was relieved of that sickness. And immediately she said, I have to follow Jesus. That is so fun and so crazy. That happened just last week. And so we just praise God that he's at work. We can ask things from him. And when he moves, man, you won't forget it. I love hearing incredible stories like that. 
I'll be brutally honest. I forget the power of God. I forget the things he can do. So hearing stories like that reminds me of how incredible he is and how deserving he is of our praise and how I need to pray more because I want a relationship with this amazing God. So good. I hope Andrea shares more stories like that. Robert actually has a story similar to this. Here are some of the best breaks from Robert. So this was a really clever and insightful class assignment. I'm Robert on 90.9 KLRC. I was reading about a high school English teacher, and with her ninth graders, she decided to hand out blank note cards and said, this is going to be completely anonymous, but what do you wish your parents knew about your experience in high school so far? Now, remember, these are freshmen, and so the answers are, are pretty amazing, and maybe this might reflect on your child's experience as well, but one of them said, I needed time to adjust and figure things out for the first couple of months. I was overwhelmed, even though it might not have looked like it. Another one said, in the fall, I was still basically an eighth grader. Parents should remember that. It takes a while to settle into so much new stuff. I kind of feel bad. Those early grades were a little low and unavoidable. Isn't that interesting? So it's worth having a chat, if you do have a new high schooler, about their experience so far. 90.9 KLRC. I'm Robert, and I feel like my wife is so good with animals, she should open up some kind of doggy daycare. We've got three dogs of our own, and our youngest dog, Bentley, just got back from the vet a couple of days ago from a procedure that he's supposed to have at his age, and so he's wearing the cone, and he can't really, you know, do anything to mess up the stitches. And our other dog, Mia, keeps stealing his bone. And the way my wife handles this situation reminds me of when I was a kid, because she went up to Mia and said, hey, you need to remember what it's like to be in that cone. So she grabbed an extra one and put it on Mia. And so now we got two dogs walking around in their cones. And it made me think about how when my brother got in trouble when I was a kid, somehow I got in trouble too. You never know when God is going to put you in the right place at just the right time. I'm Robert on 90.9 KLRC. And when God does put us in those kind of positions, it's because he often wants us to help someone, you know? And I was reading this story from Ginny. She is in her 70s, and she and her husband were on vacation, and uh, something happened to the tire. It went flat. They had to pull over to the side of the road, and uh, they could not get a signal on their phone to call for roadside assistance. So Ginny and her husband, they just prayed. They said, God, please send us someone because we're not able to change this tire ourselves. And not too long after, a couple showed up, Lincoln and Jackie. They were also on vacation, saw that someone needed some help, didn't even know the whole situation. But they said, hey, can we help you change that tire? And that's exactly what they did. Ginny said they were a godsend, like two angels appearing out of nowhere. Another powerful story to remind us God works miracles. Someone helping you on the side of the road feels like a miracle when you're in that stressful situation. And it goes to show the power of prayer. Here at KLRC, we really believe in the power of prayer, and that's why we have a couple resources. There's a prayer center on the KLRC app or at klrc.com, and we have a podcast called Prayer Starters that can help prompt you into a conversation with God. The podcast is also available on the app or online in the KLRC Podcast Network. Now here's Anson and Kara. My favorite thing about the various world records that we celebrate here on the show are the random prepositional phrases that are added to the ends of the world records. <laughs> yeah. So, for example, 
A seven-year-old cockatoo has laid claim to the title of fastest parrot. Oh. Wait for it. Oh. Prepositional phrase at the end. <laughs> On wheels. On wheels. <laughs> <laughs> just totally changes the dynamic of the record. It really does. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a cockatoo that rides a little scooter around. Oh my gosh, that's adorable. There's a video of it. Yeah. It like holds the handles what? with its mouth. That's so cute. And then it puts one foot on the little scooter oh, and pushes itself with the other one. Adorable. And he traversed a distance of five meters or about 16 feet in about 14 <laughs> seconds. That's so cute. Riding his little scooter. Ah. I just, it makes me think like what other interesting prepositional oh. phrases could we add, could we add to, this? to the end of that phrase, That's right? That's a really good question. The fastest parrot on wheels. Yeah. The fastest parrot like in Arkansas. <laughs> The fastest parrot in water. Oh, yeah, that would be interesting and probably still relatively <laughs> slow. <laughs> probably. Anson, I don't necessarily consider myself an athlete. Uh, let's, I mean, let's take the word necessarily out of there. <laughs> I don't consider myself an athlete okay. at all. Fair. Until I read about a competition going on in Montenegro where uh, they are competing to be the laziest citizen. <laughs> really? <laughs> this is, yes. Sounds like an intriguing competition. It, it does, doesn't it? And they actually call them athletes. They must <laughs> remain lying down in bed continuously. Wow. Uh, they're allowed like 10 minute breaks for a bathroom break every eight hours. <laughs> Otherwise, they're locked into this fierce competition wow. to see who can exert as little physical effort as possible this has been going on for the last 12 years. Oh my goodness. The winners earn like over a thousand dollars. And uh, as of yesterday, the seven remaining quote athletes <laughs> have been lying down for 463 hours. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, I can actually see how after that long, it could yeah, actually be kind of difficult. It could actually start to hurt. Yeah. I can see you could start to have some <laughs> aches and pains, but I'm just saying, if there's any athletic competition I stand a chance mm -hmm. at, this might be the one. Okay. Teacher Beth Moore hit me with these words of wisdom today, Kara. Uh-huh. She says, The Lord has taught me a very simple but life-altering practice. When I wish for something I had in Christ but I lack, I think he's telling me to simply ask for it. Ooh. And this is such a simple truth. Yeah. But think about how often this escapes us, right? Like, do you ever look at somebody else who seems to really have it together in their spiritual life, right? Mm. They have a living, breathing relationship with Jesus and you wish you had that too. Mm. Yeah. Ask him for it. Oh. Right? Ask him and ask him and ask him and believe that the God who did not spare his own son will mm. freely give you the riches that abound with knowing Jesus. Wow. And this can apply to so many areas in our spiritual life, right? Yeah. Like, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief, increase my faith, mm. right? Lord, I want to love people. Please pour your love into my heart. Mm. God, I want to be generous. Forgive me for my greed and my selfishness. Fill me with your generosity. Wow. And this might be kind of like Christianity 101. Yeah. To ask for God's help. Sure. <laughs> and yet we so often don't get this. I know. At least I don't. Yeah. And I find it utterly amazing that we've been invited by the king of the universe mm. to ask him and we will be given to us. Yeah. And to knock and the door will be opened. And yet so often we don't take advantage of that mm, offer, right? So true. So maybe mm. reflect on this today. What do you want? Wonder, curiosity, mm. a love of scripture, a love of people, maybe your enemies, mm. a love of prayer, adventure, worship. Most importantly, an indescribable love 
for a savior that you cannot see. Hmm. Beth Moore says, ask him for it. And then thank him in advance, because you'll have it. It's only a matter of time. Hmm. Everything that Anson said reminds me of everything we've already talked about. God, prayer, miracles. It was a powerful reminder yet again that God is a loving father who generously gives. It all reminded me of Luke chapter 11, where Jesus says, For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Thank you so much for listening to this week's wrap-up. Join me next week as we catch up on things you might have missed during the week. Until then, have a great weekend.